Good morning and welcome to the JRH Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jack Horan, on January 4th, 2021. First podcast of this new year. First time really saying 2021. I almost tripped up there saying 2020. The intro song was controlled by Aaron Taus. Um, as we head into a new week here and get back into the groove of things without holidays. Um, but we had a big day of football yesterday. The playoffs are set, so that is what we will be going over today. We'll go over most of the playoff implication games from yesterday and go over the playoff matchups that we are going to see next weekend as the schedule is already announced, I believe, on what time all these games will take place. So we'll take a look at the schedule, see what we think going into next weekend. But we will get right into the coverage of these games from yesterday. And we will start with the AFC wildcard race. What a wild one it was. So we we knew the situation going in. It was pretty much everyone had a win and get in except the Colts. And then some teams could afford to have other teams lose. Um, and the odd one out at the end of the day we saw was the Miami Dolphins. They were the only team that lost um, of those AFC wildcard teams. So we saw the Bills absolutely demolish them. I They just couldn't get themselves going. We saw a few moments. I mean, I think they got two picks, I believe, on the Bills. One was really early. The Dolphins started off good. I think they were up 7-0, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was 7-7. I don't know. But it was not a good look for them. Bills dropped 56 on them. And, I mean, the Dolphins are known to have a pretty good defense, so it was weird to see. Um, Tua definitely struggled. He obviously did throw a pick six, so you can't really blame the Dolphins' defense for that. But um, they fall to 10-6, and six and everyone else won. So they end up dropping to the eighth spot, which is one outside of the playoffs. Tua looks iffy, um, and I think you could tell this team was definitely built around the idea that Tua – and Fitz need to both be there. They're both kind of those QBs that have their moments, but also have their uh, moments that they're not so good. So it's helpful to have two of those guys because hopefully one of them's going, and usually that's been the case. Um, and Tua just didn't seem to have it today. Bills obviously have a good defense, um, but not having Fitz Magic obviously hurt them. And it'll be interesting going into next year if you guys, obviously they're going to start looking at that. Um, I'm assuming Fitzpatrick leaves, and it would just be Tua. So it would be interesting to see how this team does. Do they make the playoffs next year? Do they get better? I don't know. Do they get worse? How does Tua uh, keep developing? We'll see. They'll be an interesting team to watch next year. On the other hand, the Bills, they clinched the two seed. They look like a team that can compete for a Super Bowl. They're getting hot at the right time. Good for them. They get the two seed. In the noon window as well, we saw the Ravens take easy care of their business from the Bengals. Um, I think this is the second time this year they've absolutely dominated the Bengals. Um, I Bengals had struggles throwing the ball there. They didn't have Finley, and they actually put um, the other guy in back from injury, but he threw a few bad picks. Um, and, it, I mean, the Ravens look like they – they're going to be the five seed in the playoffs, but, I mean, they, they look like they're a legitimate team that can go on a run. Um, and I almost said, like, 
I feel like being away might help them in wise of um, pressure on Lamar Jackson. Obviously, we see the Ravens are 0-2 in the playoffs with Lamar Jackson. I think being away puts less pressure on him. Maybe um, like he just can go and ball out, but uh, we'll see. I'm sure they'll want to beat the Texans this or Titans this time around. We also saw the Browns beat the Steelers. That one was really close. Um, Steelers had a chance to tie the game with about a minute left on a two-point conversion. That fails. So that gives the Browns the win, and they clinch their playoff berth. Their first since 2002. How about that? Obviously, we knew most likely they'd make the playoffs. But it's funny because if they lost that game with how everything else played out, they would have not made the playoffs. Um, so almost lost that one. And they almost didn't get the uh, the onside kick either after that, but they were able to hang on, clinch a playoff berth, and they will be sitting pretty at the sixth seed. And the Steelers... With the loss, they'll still stay at the three seed. So, obviously, that sets up Browns at Steelers again next week uh, for the playoffs. And then in the 3 o'clock window, we saw the Titans and Colts take care of their business. Colts, it was real easy. They had the Jaguars. Pretty easy game for them. And then the Titans easily took care of business on the Texans. Or I, Did I just say they easily took care of business? No, they did not. They got a buzzer-beating uh, field goal that went off the post and in to win that game. What a catch by A.J. Brown to set that up after the Texans tied the game with less than a minute left. So a big win there for the Titans. They clinched their division and the four seed. So that wraps up the action for the AFC. The Chiefs lost, but obviously they were they were sitting most of their team. So they finished at 14-2. and two. Um, But you could argue if they started everyone, they might be a 15-1 and one team. So that... Looking at the playoffs, we've got the Chiefs at the one seed, the Bills at the two seed, Steelers three, Titans four. Those are all division winners. And then the wild card teams, we see the Ravens at the five seed, Browns at the six seed, and the Colts slip in at the seven seed. So these set up some pretty good playoff matchups. I think in wise of having the best like wild card round possible, the way it played out, I think was really good. First, we see the Ravens get the Titans in Nashville. That's a great game, a rematch from last year. Can Derrick Henry have another big game? Are the Ravens hot at the right time? I mean, with how these two teams played Week 17, I kind of like the Ravens here. Um, I think they've got a good chance to win this. I think being away might help Lamar Jackson kind of get rid of his playoffs uh, mojo that he's had the past few years going 0-2. But I, I like where they're at right now and the role that they are on. Lamar Jackson's running all over the place. Dobbins is doing really good. And their passing game is still kind of working. Uh, the three versus six matchups, we get a matchup we definitely all wanted to see. Browns at Steelers. This is actually the Sunday night caps. So this will be the last playoff game of the weekend. Um, and what a good one to end it on. Obviously, they just played each other, but Big Ben was out. Um and you could argue maybe if Big Ben is in that that game goes a different way. So I think that'll be a great game. Obviously, hopefully neither of these teams will have COVID problems. It'll set up an amazing matchup. I, I'd i say I like the Browns right now. Obviously, they're the hotter team. The Steelers have kind of fell apart the last few weeks. But, I man, that's going to be a really good game. And I'm very happy we got that matchup. And then to finish off the wild card weekend, 
or should I say to start the wild card weekend, we'll get Colts at Bills. That'll be the first game on Saturday to start off the playoffs. Um, this is probably the least intriguing game in my opinion. I really like the Bills here. Um, obviously, I'll make my picks later on. But I, the Colts are shaky at best sometimes. They had a really good game week 17, though, so they're getting hot at the right time. Still a great matchup, though, so we'll see. We will see what happens there, but if the Bills keep playing how they played against the Dolphins, they'll play well against the Colts as well. But the Colts have a good defense. We'll see what they can do. So that wraps up the AFC wildcard. Obviously, the Chiefs getting the bye. Um, so we will head to the NFC and go over some games we saw there. First, we saw Packers versus Bears. The Packers absolutely annihilate the Bears. And as a Bears fan, that was depressing to watch, man. It was actually kind of close. Um, if you watch the game, you kind of know like it, it was close, but it didn't feel close. It was 21-16 to 16 Packers going into the fourth. And the Bears had the ball in Packers territory. So if they scored there, it would have been a little closer. But the Bears just moved the ball really slowly. They had one big 50-yard play. Other than that, their drives were going for like eight minutes, and then we were getting field goals out of them, um, which we need more than that. Trubisky played pretty good. Um, he had one pick at the end. That was obviously questionable, but that was kind of because we were down a good amount trying to uh, mount some sort of comeback. Um, and I think that's the main thing. You got to avoid with the Packers' turnovers. Rodgers looked amazing. He got a long touchdown to Valdez Scantling. He actually had another one, too, that, um, MVS dropped, but he he looked amazing, almost barely any incompletions. The Bears did drop a few picks that they could have had, which you need to capitalize on those against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but nonetheless, the Bears still make the playoffs. The Packers clinched the one seed with that game, but the Bears clinched because of the Rams beating the Cardinals in an interesting game there. So the Rams started John Wolford. The Cardinals started Kyler Murray, but then he limped off on that first drive. Um, and so that obviously hurt the Cardinals. They only got seven points, which was right at the beginning of the first quarter. So other than that, they had no offense. Rams at least had enough. They also had a pick six. Rams only scored, I think, what, 18 so their picks, and they got a safety. So you have nine of their 18 points coming from the defense there. So the Rams' defense was the key there. They would have been in because the Bears lost already, but they make sure of it and help the Bears get in. So the Rams sit at the sixth seed. Bears sit at the seventh seed. We saw the Bucks take care of the Falcons. This one was pretty close for a good amount of the game, um, but the Bucks took care of business, and they clinched the five seed. In wise of other actions, Saints took care of the Panthers pretty easily. Seahawks barely beat the Niners there um, at the end to squeak in a win, but it really wouldn't have mattered. They would have gotten the three seed either way. So we see the Saints clinch the two seed, Seahawks clinch the three seed. And then we head in to the NFC. Man, um, this this is one to talk about. I first the Cowboys Giants. Um, this game was a really good game. It came down to the wire with Dalton throwing a pick at the end, giving the Giants the win. That officially eliminated the Cowboys, and the Giants had to scoreboard watch on Sunday Night Football. 
which is the story that is going across the NFL with the football team winning this one against the Eagles. But the Eagles seem to purposely choke that game. And, I mean, no one can tell me otherwise that they meant to choke that. We see Jalen Hurts come out of the game for absolutely no reason. They put in, I think his name is Nate Sudfeld. I couldn't even tell you who that is. Um, And, I mean, it's like that guy was terrible. And, I mean, Doug Peterson has to know from practice and stuff like that that he's not good. So it's got to be, in my opinion, a purposely way to lose. I know Peterson, I think, just came out and said he wasn't trying to lose. But, I mean, come on. There is no reason for them to put in whatever his name was. And, I mean, it's just straight disrespectful of the game. And the fact that another team needed them to win just cements how that organization thinks. Um, and I, I fully put this on Doug Peterson. I see him as one of the main problems of this organization if this is what he's doing. I understand the idea of, oh, it really affects their draft pick if they try to win this game. And, I mean, like I said, I think if they fully try to win this game through the fourth quarter, I think they win. I It was close the whole way. I, I, I sincerely think that they win this game. If you give Jalen Hurts the ball those few times, they just need either two field goals or a touchdown to make this a really good game. And they just fully threw the game. I don't know how else to put it. Um, and, I mean, another thing I would say is I don't see any other team doing anything like that other than the Eagles. It's only the Eagles who would do that, huh? We saw Giants players take social media on that as well. Eli Manning kind of saying that's why no one likes the Eagles. And, I mean, you also think about those few players that are most likely playing their last game as an Eagle, like Wentz, Ertz, and Kelsey. We saw them at the end of the game almost on the field talking to like 1 a.m. as they obviously most likely know that they may all be on different teams at the beginning of next year. And, I mean, that's just painful to watch. I I can't imagine being one of those players and just sitting there being like, wow, our coach really just ended our season like that and just ended our career as an Eagle on a note that I don't think anyone has seen before um, and kind of sabotaging his own players there. I It's a hard one to watch, and I couldn't imagine being a Giants fan or a Giants player watching this. And obviously – Another speculation is how imagine if the Cowboys beat the Giants. If it's the Cowboys that needed the Eagles to win there and they did this, can you imagine what the talk would be? If it, It's already a lot of talk around the league, but now you have – if it was the Cowboys who needed them to win there, oh, man, this would set up for some good games. But obviously, Giants-Eagles next year, those are going to be some interesting matchups. Um I'd be shocked if they kept Peterson after this. I don't know how you keep someone in the organization that clearly puts something like this over winning. Um, You can't have that kind of mindset and expect your organization to succeed with this guy under the helm. I So, yeah, I I think you got to get rid of him after that game. I don't know if maybe he's trying to get out. I, I saw that as maybe an option. Maybe he's trying to get fired and just get out of Philadelphia. I don't know, though. Um... But either way, let's give some credit to the football team where it's due. I don't think anyone had them doing anything in this division going into this year. And they shocked. Obviously, they only went 7-9. and nine, So to be fair, they didn't like do anything insane. But they're able to win the division. 
and clinch a playoff spot with all that they have gone through. What a story they are with Ron Rivera battling cancer and going through chemotherapy. We have obviously, obviously Alex Smith going through a lot as well with his leg injury where he was told he wouldn't be able to walk again. They'd have to amputate it, everything like that. Um, with all that being said, this is an insane divisional championship for them. And I, it really does suck that it's getting overshadowed by the whole Eagles stint there. Um, I mean, obviously, the football team still could have won if the Eagles kept Hurts in that whole time. Um, sorry, the football team could have won if the Eagles kept Hurts in the whole time. But now they'll get a shot at Tom Brady, so we'll see what they can do. Um, I don't know if I love that color matchup, but but we'll we'll see possibly a good game there. So let's go ahead and go through the NFC playoffs and how it looks. We got the Packers with the bye, Saints at two, Seahawks at three, and then the football team gets the four seed, even though they're seven and nine because they won their division. I actually want to hear what some of you guys have to say on that. Do you think they should change the format? I honestly think I like it as much as I hate like seeing the Dolphins not in the playoffs at ten and six and the football team in at 7-9, and nine, I think you have to give a team that wins their division a playoff spot. Now, there's the debate that should they have a home playoff game. That's one I'm kind of on the fence about. Should the football team be the last seed in the playoffs? Um, Maybe. Maybe you give them the seven seed, but still let them in over teams that had a better record than them like the Cardinals would still be out of the playoffs. It would just be ranked that the football team doesn't get a home playoff game. Um, it's an interesting discussion on that, but um, but yeah, I big division win for them. And then in the wild card, we have the Buccaneers at six, or sorry, Buccaneers at five, Rams at six, Bears at seven. So those set up some good matchups as well. We've got the two versus seven Bears at Saints. This could be an interesting one. Um, we saw these two teams go at it earlier in the season. The Saints won in overtime, but that was when Foles was playing for the Bears. So that was a really good game. We'll see if that will happen again. Kamara still kind of questionable. The game was put um, as the middle game on Sunday at like 340 Central time. I think that allows Kamara to come back if he's able to get through the quarantine process and test negative enough. Um, I actually don't really know what the whole rule is on if he could play or not, but I, I all I saw was I think the game being on Sunday really gives Kamara a chance to play against the Bears, and I think that's a big difference maker. If Kamara plays, and I'm pretty confident the Saints win. If he doesn't play, I think the Bears have a decent chance. Even though they're losing by lots of the Packers, the Packers are kind of a different breed in my opinion. Um, and I'm going to – I mean, I guess I'll talk about this now. Like, I, I don't see who beats the Packers at Lambeau. Um, obviously, they'll only have to play two games to get to the Super Bowl and win both of them. Um, and we'll probably see them obviously get the Bucks most likely – the first round is kind of like the most likely case scenario if everything is chalked, but uh, we'll see what happens. The three versus six matchup will be the Seahawks versus Rams, which is a good one. This will be the second game on Saturday. Um, I think I'm leaning towards the Seahawks here as well, but the Rams defense, they had a great game there against the Cardinals. Obviously, the Cardinals 
didn't have Kyler Murray, but still a great game defensively. They're getting hot at the right time, and we'll see if Goff and Cup can be back for this game, and I think that makes it a really good game. Um, but I, I think I like where the Seahawks are at right now. It wasn't a pretty win against the 49ers, but they still found a way to win. We'll see what happens in that game on Saturday. And then the last playoff matchup will be the Buccaneers at the football team. That'll be the Saturday night cap. Um, I mean, it's an interesting one. I have kind of just talked about it. I don't really like the color matchup. Might be an ugly color matchup there in Washington, D.C., but um, I if, if the football team's defense can do enough um, I I think they got a shot, but I I think the Bucks are hot at the right time now, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, and then we got some other news around the NFL as well. We saw Jaguars and Jets already fire their coaches. Um, Jaguars was this morning. I think the Jets was last night. Obviously, those were kind of expected to happen, but Adam Gase is finally out of New York. Um, and obviously the Jaguars coaching job, it opens up the door of does Urban Meyer go to the Jags or does he stay retired? I think he's a big coaching candidate, um, that the Jaguars might rely on. And then obviously that opens the door for, do they draft Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence? Who knows? I don't know. I think they'd still draft Lawrence, but, but we would see what happens there. Um, I, yeah, so that's the end of the NFL regular season um, got further than I think most people expected this smoothly, especially after the middle of the season kind of woes there. Um, but we finally made it to what they're calling Super Wildcard Weekend. I, you know, I, I get it's cool that there's more playoff games. Can we stop calling it a Super Wildcard Weekend? Like, come on now. Come on now. Uh, other news, we saw Curry drop 62. I don't know if you guys saw that. He kind of popped off. Was, I, I didn't see it until like late last night. I don't know if I just missed all the news on that, but 62 is a lot of points on Damian Lillard as well. Um, and Lillard kind of had some respect for him at the end of the game. Um, other news with basketball, guess who won their fantasy game this week? That's right, baby. I'm 1-1 one one in fantasy basketball now. I still don't even know what I'm really doing. I'm kind of just checking every night and seeing what the score is. And just making sure like my lineup is set, but I've got no idea what I'm doing other than that. But we're one and one, baby. Could be worse. It could be worse, but we love to see it. Um, and why is the basketball? There's not really too much for me to talk about. I think um, still a lot to figure out with some teams. Bulls won last night. Hey, hey, hey. I think they're three and four now, which is better than expected because I think they were zero oh and three. So the Bulls are getting a little hot. Beat the Mavericks. You love to see that for them. Uh, a lot better than I would have thought they would have been um, through seven games. I also learned this week, I didn't know before this that they had shortened the season by 10 games. For some reason, I still just assumed it was an 82-game season. And then I kind of figured out, I read something that said 72-game season. I was kind of like, what? Um. And I know they talked about maybe keeping it for good. I think they mainly did it so they can get back to like their normal start of a season next year. But we'll see what happens um, with that. We also saw 
I don't know if this is really fully true, but it seems like Drew Brees is going to retire after this season. And I know some of my friends that were Bears fans, we were talking about, imagine if he lost his last game to Mitchell Trubisky and had to retire on that. Um, I saw sources saying it. I didn't see any like verified sources really saying it. It just seems like it's the consensus that he's most likely going to retire at the end of the season. Um, which, I mean, that sucks to hear, and it'll be interesting to see what the Saints do. Do they go with Taysom Hill? I don't know. But um, it, it looks like Drew Brees may retire at the end of the season. Uh, that's all I got for the podcast today. Um, we'll probably have another one later this week um, going over some NBA stuff or continuing to go over some NFL stuff, probably just all over um, sports recap. And then we'll probably won't have another one till the weekend where we'll go over. That'll probably be like Friday. We'll go over the wild card weekend and what I think will happen. But that's all I got. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you all have a great Monday. Uh, Have a good one. I'll see you all later.